Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Ramblings from Two Meddling Kids. I'm one of your hosts, Edward Hunt, with my friend, Mike Cunningham, and we are the Meddling Kids. Today, we'll be revisiting, or I guess revisiting an old story in a new light, and that is Scrooged, a Christmas Carol that just released on Netflix. For those of you just joining us, how we like to do our podcast is we give you first a spoiler-free review, what we think of it without really giving any plot details. Granted, if you don't know Christmas Carol's plot, I'm kind of questioning that, but hey, uh, but <laughs> give you a spoiler-free review, followed by just background on the movie itself, and then give you a play-by-play. So the thought is, if you haven't seen this movie yet, listen to the first five, ten minutes. Maybe that'll help decide whether or not it's worth you to see this movie. And then if you want to keep listening and potentially have it spoiled or revisit it after you watch the movie, we'd love to have you. Mike, you ready to get started? Yes, sir. Awesome. Give us a spoiler for your review, please. Um, so Scrooge of Christmas Carol basically tells the same story of a Christmas Carol you've seen, you know, hundreds of times at this point. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that they have like a new Scrooge or Christmas Carol telling mm-hmm. every year. It's like, how many <laughs> times are you going to tell the story? Mm-hmm. Um, but just, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, if I had to give a rating, I'd say two. Okay. Um, the animation left something to be, you know, desired. It mm-hmm. was very much like a PlayStation 3 cutscene. <laughs> a bad PlayStation 3 cutscene. There's some good I graphics. Say, God Wars, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, so was, I think the the animation was like in, like weird, which mm-hmm. is interesting because I'll give you some background on the studio that did it. Okay. Uh, this, you know, the story really, it didn't add anything new. Mm-hmm. I guess I've seen, I've, I haven't seen one that was more musical than this one. Okay. I mean, yeah. it opens up with a musical. There's a, each, there's a bunch of different numbers yeah. kind of illustrating the story that they're trying to tell, which were, I guess, fine. if They weren't, like, memorable songs or anything like that. Uh, the voice acting was just fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it, it's interesting who they got. Yeah. But, you know, nothing nothing uh, crazy there. Yeah, I, I think, obviously, the Disney did it better with, like, Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, even Jim Carrey's uh, was, I think, well, he... he I think when Jim carries Jim carries it's uh it, you know it's always it's like to behold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so it's been done better. They didn't really rewrite the, you know, you know, do anything drastically different with mm-hmm. this one. Uh, so yeah, two just, you know. Yeah. Uh before I give my reviews, I'm going to go a little bit of background. I love a Christmas carol. I do like the story of a Christmas carol. It's a classic. Um I've had multiple Christmases where I've watched four or five Christmas Carol movies, you know, like over the course, I think uh, my wife, uh, Felicia, uh, we watched, I think what three or four different ones last uh, season. So I really enjoy a Christmas Carol story. So I'm going to though with that, I'm going to review this two different, I'll give it two numbers. One is, is a pure children's movie, right? If it's a pure children's movie, I'm going to give this a three out of five just for kids. Like eventually when I have kids, if I'm going to introduce them to a Christmas Carol, I'm cool with this one because it's not scary Kids like songs. There's a bunch of little zany critters and antics going on. So cool. I'm going to give it like a movie movie or a Christmas Carol movie. I'm going to give it like a one and a half. (laughs) That's kind of my thought process with it is watching it. A lot of the songs leave a lot to be desired. I think they take it from a Scrooge with the musical, which was a 1970 production. So there were like covers of those songs, but then they did more with it. But I wasn't really impressed by a single song. Uh, some of the character changes, and they tried to connect a lot of stuff with the movie. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't, A, I don't like these connections. It was very like, did you ever see Crash? 
crash, crash. It's been a long yeah, time. Yeah, but it was yeah. like how all those stories kind of, even though it was one city, but they all yeah. connected. Mm-hmm. And then some of it seemed for us, so yeah. like this was. It literally felt like that. They were just like, no, there needs to be a reason for everything. I think that's like a modern storytelling mm-hmm. thing is they want stuff to be very connected versus you get like an older movie and it's just like, no, nah, it's, it's 15 minutes there. Done. Keep it moving. Versus, well, I think it's because it, like if there's a connection in older movies, holy shit. Yeah. This <laughs> one it was like, oh, that too? That too. Exactly. Like, oh, of course, the blah, 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 the blah, blah, blah is also the blah, blah, blah. Duh. So yeah, that was my thought is if you have young kids and they have never been introduced to a Christmas carol, this is a fine one for them. Because also some of those old Christmas carols are scary. Fine. They are terrible. Like, I remember seeing the old um, Sir Patrick Stewart one with my dad when I was a kid. And then that was literally like I was like seven. That scared me. <laughs> that, like, literally the ghost and that scared me. So as a one for a small child, hey, have the sparkly lights. But if you like Christmas Carol movies or you have ones you prefer, like the Sir Patrick Stewart or the Muppets one, those are still way, way better. <laughs> and I would highly recommend that. I think they're able to add heart. Yes. I think what it is. Yeah. Mainly, mainly because obviously you have Muppets or uh, like you said, Jim Carrey, mm-hmm. uh, Mickey Mouse. Like, yeah. You love those characters and that's able to bring that heart to it. Mm-hmm. I think this one tried yeah. with like obviously the Tiny Tim stuff. Yeah. His sister, like mm-hmm. there's different things that, but you, since you already know it. Yeah. But it was still like, it just didn't, you didn't really connect. Yeah. I agree with that. And then, yeah, the animation, some of it, I thought, I mean, that's a common animation thing now, like with this. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's the studio. So yeah, it's okay. like, I did like uh, Jacob Marley, like okay. his introduction. Yeah. Um, the ghost of, Yet to come, mm-hmm. like his that transformation was cool. Yeah, I think yeah. some of the transformations for the ghosts were really cool. Yeah, but other stuff was like very like is this PBS like straight to DVD? <laughs> like, yeah, because so did they? What did they spend money on? If, if yeah. the anim- because it's all animation, so how do you not spend you know put most of your money to that? Yeah. Quick pause. Uh, speaking of money, a word from our sponsors. <laughs> uh, me <I'm> good <laughs> thank you thank you that's all about the transitions no but uh edward hunt here i'm a real estate agent in uh, dc maryland and virginia i'm on the just be team of compass um and if you're looking to buy or sell a home we would love to help you out so please feel free to reach out to us and even if you're not living in dc maryland or virginia but if you live anywhere in the united states compass is a uh, countrywide brokerage and we have a ton of fantastic agents all over the place that would love to help you out so feel free to reach out to me and i can connect with any of them and then also for anyone else if you are looking to have a product that you want us to try and like hawk in our smooth silky voices please feel free to reach out as well all right mike let's get some background what money did the studio spend on this movie? <laughs> that's funny i didn't get a budget on this <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, but yeah, so scrooge a christmas carol came out um december 2nd 2022 mm-hmm. uh directed by stephen donnelly he has not too many i think two or three films directed all animated with the same kind of uh the animation is very lackluster. Okay. I'll give it to that. I'll yeah. give it that. So this might actually this might have been the biggest budget he's had uh, over his career. Um, starring Luke Evans as Scrooge, mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman as the Ghost of Christmas Past, mm-hmm. uh, Jess, Jesse Buckley as Isabel, who is uh, Scrooge's uh, you know former fiance. Yep, yep. Uh, Jonathan Price as uh, Jacob Marley, mm-hmm. and then I think you have Jonathan Flynn as uh, Cratchit, but I don't. I'm not really familiar with them. Sure. His work, um, like I said, oh, some trivia for this one. It was a uh, so time timeless films is okay. who, uh, who produced it in in association with Axis. 
Okay. Uh, studios. And it's interesting because, like, if you look at Timeless Films filmography, it is very much movies like that look like this. Gotcha. So, like, it's very computer animated, mm-hmm. like, from 2006 or something like that. Yeah. Like, none of the films, like, you would have actually seen. Mm-hmm. But Axis Studios is interesting because of the fact that, like, they have, they're awarded. So, like, they, they did... Um, Shorts on Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, so okay. they did yeah. uh, in in the Tall Grass. Okay, uh, Helping Hand. I don't know if you remember yeah. that one. That was a big one. I feel mm-hmm. like that one almost won an award. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. astronaut who had to break off. Yes. So yeah, they absolutely. did. Absolutely. Studio did that. Yeah. They've done stuff with uh, Magic Gathering. Okay. Uh, Diablo. Great card game. Great video game. Uh, Halo. <laughs> Destiny. So it was yeah, like they. Yeah. Axis Studios has a lot. A great filmography, not filmography, but. A great uh, portfolio when it comes to animation. So yeah. I guess you can see that a lot of this animation is a lot, a lot sharper than some of the other timeless mm-hmm. um, films uh, filmography. Yeah. So I, I will say that I guess Action Studio did boost it up in a way. Okay, yeah. but it was it was still kind of lackluster in yeah. the in the animation department. So I mean, it's a, there's a lot of like bright, shining, flashing colors and lights yeah. in here. And you know, you could argue this is better animation than the Jim Carrey one because that had yeah. some kind of real. Mm-hmm. What was that? Two thousand six, seven weird CGI, yeah. which like it's interesting because Action Studio did another Christmas Carol too. Okay, um, not the Jim Carrey one, but they did a Christmas Carol like uh, I made a more live action one. Oh, um, yeah, but. And yeah, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes right now, I think as of today. <laughs> I mean, it came out the second, so it's been out a week. Yeah, it's been out for a little bit. Yeah, people have got um, to review it. Rotten Tomatoes, the Rotten Tomatoes score is a 31, but the audience score is a 72. So, like, okay. audience, I think, like you said, I think yeah. for kids, especially like with some of the scarier elements with uh, the Jacob uh, Marley, Marley yeah. like, depending on how you saw it, he can come in as scary because yeah. he is trying to scare his friend straight in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously the ghost of uh, yet to come. Yes. With it being kind of the representation of death, depending mm-hmm. on how it's been depicted in certain films, he can be very scary. So it was like for kid, like parents and like showing this to your children, I think maybe kids liked it. Yeah. Um, I think the ghost of Christmas past is a very fun one. Yeah. You had the ghost of Christmas present. who was very kind of jolly mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So you, you, like you said, it is very much for kids, even like some of his henchmen, uh, the Ghost of Christmas, the little, the the little elves, yeah, the sprites, yeah. or whatever it was, they were kind of funny in a way. So it was, I think it, it, you can see why. It, I mean, it wasn't. It's seventy two, so it's not bad. It's yeah. not necessarily great, but I can see why the audience would have enjoyed this, especially this time of year. Yeah, for sure, exactly. And that's again, I think what really that emphasizes is again. Christmas Carol. If you want to watch a Christmas Carol movie, this isn't a terrible one to watch. Uh, there are some redeeming qualities of it, especially depending on who the audience is. However, I still think there are much better iterations of Christmas Carol, but that's just me. <laughs> All right. So Christmas Carol, this plot, I've never heard of a Christmas Carol before. How does this plot go? So Scrooge, <laughs> a Christmas Carol, opens up with a musical number okay, of course sang by Harry. I believe his last name is Huffman. Mm-hmm. He is Scrooge's nephew. Yes. And he's just going on throughout the town saying how much he loves Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you get introduced to some of the characters, uh, I think Cratchit's children who are yep. out. Uh, and it's just like you get to see this town. It's obviously Christmas, I believe Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. They all love Christmas. They all, <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves Christmas. Yeah. And then after, and then you get the, the title card and then the Cratchit children are still singing and behind them and mm-hmm. kind of in the, in the background, you see this dark shadow coming through an alley uh, with a dog mm-hmm. and is obviously Scrooge. And so like he kind of bumps into one of the Cratchit children up. Her name started with a K. I think it was a Karen. Or yeah, there's like eight of them. Yeah, there were. But he had it. Cratchit yeah. had a bunch of kids. Yeah, I'm like, come on, man. Like you're already like, and a newborn too. Yeah, like, like, um, dude. 
<laughs> but so what had happened excuse me, during the musical number in the opening scene, Harry had given mm-hmm. Tiny Tim and his sister oh, right. yeah. a coin. Mm-hmm. And so I guess they were holding up. And as Scrooge passed, he bumped into the little girl and the coin fell and dropped into this like sewer grate. Yeah. So she goes to say, you know, <laughs> to tell him off. Yeah, yeah. And then he turns around and she realizes who it is. It's her. So one, I think I didn't realize that was, you don't realize until later that's mm-hmm. Bob Pratchett's daughter. So yeah. like that's kind of why she was taken aback by him. I just assume like everybody saw Scrooge, you don't mess with that. I don't, I mean, well, it, it, so I think maybe it was a bit of both, but it was yeah. like, I didn't, like obviously later you find out that's her dad's boss. But like as soon as he turns around and she recognizes who, who it is, she was, oh, sorry, I didn't know that was you, Mrs. Scrooge. Yeah. Kind of backs up. And then you also get to meet uh, Scrooge's dog, Prudence. Prudence, yeah. Uh, who kind of gets along with uh, Tiny Tim, mm-hmm. which is weird to me because, once again, being introduced to this character, like it, going in blind, just, you know, not knowing anything, pretending like I don't know anything about uh, the Christmas Carol. You would assume that, you know, this bad man, this mm-hmm. you know, this antagonist of this town would yeah. have, his dog would also, like, kind of reflect his yeah. his attitude. But mm-hmm. Prudence was like, you know, just playing with Tiny Tim. Yeah. And it was like, and then Scrooge goes, I was like, don't lick that, that poor little boy. Like, you don't know where he's been. And I was like, mm-hmm. Jesus, all right. So with that, with the dog, what were your thoughts on the dog in general? I... Like I said, I think it was just a weird uh, contrast between mm-hmm. Scrooge's personality and the dog's personality. Yeah. And it was like, like I said, it was like, I had never seen that character in any other iteration. So it was like, I guess, a nice ad. But then it was also, it was just confusing. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like, oh, this must not, you know. And then you find out a little bit later, it was like, oh, maybe that's not his dog. Yeah. And then it was like, but even. But even <laughs> so. Yeah. Was, I think it was just, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was Like I said, it was a nice addition. If you're going to do something, if you're going to retell a story that's been told hundreds of times yeah make it like do make it your own mm-hmm. uh either visually or story-wise or it's like obviously through the music but it was just like it it was a bit of a distraction but it, i was like i guess okay with it but i had questions from a story perspective for me I, so from a prudence is a lovable character and prudence provides comic relief in mm-hmm. the movie prudence provides a more human aspect of scrooge prudence adds a lot to the character from a Christmas Carol perspective, Prudence makes no damn sense <laughs> because Scrooge is supposed to be this miserly dude. Like, yeah. if you say, "Hey, don't be a Scrooge to someone," yeah. now people know that means, "Oh, he's like a cheapskate, grumpy old man or like grumpy person." Yeah, I guess you're right because it was just like you had this man who was a loner, for yes, the most part because of his personality, who mm-hmm. he is, and so how do you have a lovable dog exactly and this, this miserly person? It was yeah. like, does it, it doesn't make sense because you would assume that that. Having to love something, yes, would rub off him, and it would it strip away that that meanness. Yeah, and then I think that is something that with this movie goes into. Go for it, but I guess, mm-hmm. I guess that doesn't really make sense because the Grinch had the mm-hmm. same thing, mm-hmm. where he hated. I guess maybe he just hated Whoville or hated Christmas. Yeah, but he still had a dog that he loved, so it was mm-hmm. just like it would. It, I guess maybe you only love this one thing. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I get what you're saying. But yeah, and like, with that, it was just such a because actually the, the Grinch point is a really good point, mm-hmm. and that he has the dog, and that is a like I actually didn't think of it in that light because mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I mean, first off, I love the classic Doctor Seuss, the Grinch, yeah. you know, the 30 minute and like 2D animation. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Grinch, and he did because that was a mean, nasty guy, but he still had the dog. Grinch, he was mean to the dog, <laughs> but he still had that dog. Yeah. Scrooge is nice to the dog, and I think 
they just really tried, and this, well, I'll talk about this later when there's other examples. They really try to humanize him more before mm -hmm. we, before he even has any redemption going on through the ghosts. They're already trying to yeah. like humanize this I guy think that, much more. But that's more. a big thing in like either mm -hmm. currently now is like you can't have a villain. Yeah, they need they need to be layered. They need to have some kind of backstory, some reasoning as to mm -hmm. why. But it was just like you can't have that and mm -hmm. they still be the villain. Exactly. Because right? then you start feeling for them for the so even though as it's a dog. And like as American people, yo, if you see a dog, you immediately kinda like somebody. It's just mm -hmm. how we're wired. So you see this guy and you're like, Oh, he's nasty. Oh, but he's got a dog. He can't be that bad. Mm -hmm. Literally I had that thought. I'm like, No, this is Scrooge, man. Like <laughs> like we can like him at the end yeah. after, you know, you need to build happens. to that. But yeah, you build to that. Yeah. But yeah, so Scrooge comes in, knocks stuff over. He says, "Hey, dog, get it, you know, stop licking the poor boy. Yeah. We don't know where he's been." And then you see him kind of making his rounds. He's like collecting because uh, he's, you know, he's the banker. He's a businessman, um, <laughs> so he's collecting money that people owe him. And he's also avoiding mm -hmm. Harry, his yes. nephew, who was was the one that did the opening number. Mm -hmm. And Harry finally catches up with him, <laughs> and he's just kind of following him through the town. So yeah. like Scrooge has an interaction with these ladies who are trying to collect money. Mm -hmm. Um, they're caroling and try to collect money as an interaction with them. For charity. He goes to collect money from Tom. I can't remember his last name. Jenkins, I believe. The, oh, the toy maker guy? Yes. Yes, toy maker guy. So he yeah. owed, Tom owes him like 25 uh, shillings or yeah. whatever. Or pounds. pounds yeah, pounds. We're in old England. Pounds here, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a coin-based <laughs> currency. Um, so yeah, he goes to collect uh, money from Tom uh, Jenkins and Tom says, oh, I, I would have had the money yesterday, but I had to, you know, give mm -hmm. it to my mom for medicine. Excuses. Everybody in old and England is just sick as shit. Well, like, they all have tuberculosis. Like, <laughs> unfortunately, like, you go back in, like, the 1800s when Charles Dickens wrote this, <laughs> people were just dying from tuberculosis. It was, the amount of people that were just, like, <laughs> this close to death yeah. was, like, insane. Constantly that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he says he would have had the money, but he can have it in three, four, give me a week. Yeah. And Scrooge is like. Well, all right, so I'll give you until Boxing Day. Two, two days. Boxing Day is But he's doubling what he owes him. So yeah. like, Tom was like, shit, now I owe you 50 pounds in two right. days. For the record, that's illegal. All right, so the, you can't do that. All right, that's not how business works. All right. <laughs> uh, so then finally, I think they get to Scrooge's... Um, yeah, so he has an interaction with like some of the orphans. They're putting mm -hmm. up signs everywhere. Stupid orphans. Yeah. <laughs> They're <laughs> <laughs> putting up signs everywhere, um, and he's like frustrated by the signs about like I guess some Christmas pageant or something like that. Christmas yeah. pageant. Yeah. Uh, so he goes into his office, and then you meet uh, Bob Cratchit, who's mm -hmm. there as his assistant working. And Harry has beat him to his office somehow because yeah. Prudence knows a yeah short shortcut or yeah. something like that. And for the X amount of time, like because I guess he asked you know his uncle this every Christmas, mm -hmm. uh, will you come to dinner with me and my family? Like like me and my family, you're the only family that I have. Yeah, and it's it pains me and it would pain my mother who has also passed that we're family. We don't spend we mm -hmm. spend Christmas apart. Yeah. And then you have uh, Harry um, mentioning, uh, no, he's, you know, says it's disappointing that we mm -hmm. don't spend time together. And Scrooge says, well, life is full of disappointment. Yep. And then you get kind of backstory in their relationship and you find out that Harry's mother mm -hmm. uh, died giving birth to him on Christmas. Yeah. So, Which, so, well, it's just thinking, it's like, did that? I'm trying to remember, and like I know, I say I watch a lot of Christmas Carol, but I can't. That was unique to this movie, I, right? and that's what I think. I'm I didn't get a sure chance to look further into it, like yeah. some of the 
the nuances of this one versus the original story or I'm pretty sure this is unique okay. to this movie. Which is I okay. Think. Yeah, yeah, which is okay. Because it was like that would give you backstory on why he hates Christmas. Cool. Yeah. It gives it okay. backstory on why he hates Christmas and why he hates Harry. And you're like, okay, but we're still like we're giving And I think that's what's yeah. interesting because you said it's a kid's movie, but that gives us something deeper for like the that's yeah. an adult yeah. a very adult themed thing that mm-hmm. had this it's ire for someone because of the fact that they're here and somebody else isn't. Yeah. And you blame them for that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some Tyrion Lannister shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> fact, fact, true, true, true. Um, but yeah, so you get this where he's like really kind of putting down his nephew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you find out that uh, Harry just got in, he got married and yep. Scrooge wasn't able to make the, the wedding. Of course, because he wouldn't go to anything. Yeah. yeah. But he was hoping to, for him to meet, for Scrooge to meet his new, uh, his new wife. Yeah. And Scrooge just really just says, you know, I don't, the fact that you're here and your mother isn't, I, I, I know we don't we don't need yeah. to. Which more power to Harry for trying this, man. Like that is yeah. wrong. If you have a dude talk, like it's one thing I think in past iterations of Christmas Carol where it's just no, yes, my mother's dead now, but you know I knew her, you knew her. It's not my fault, and he kept trying. But to have a dude tell you, he probably tells him this every Christmas. Yeah. Every Christmas, I bet Scrooge lets him know he's like, hey. I hate you because you killed your mother in childbirth. Yeah. So not his fault, but I, that'd be rough. I'd but it was, like, I yeah. think it, it was a shining light to see that Harry didn't take that mm-hmm. on the chin. It was just like he still he was just like, well, yep. I still love you. I still want you to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, you know, he says farewell to Prudence. He mm-hmm. says farewell to Bob. Yeah. And it was just like Jesus. Yeah. Right. yeah. And I, like I said, nice. I think this is a maybe more an adult t- mm-hmm. telling of it. Yeah. Uh, or you know, an adult backstory. Yeah, and then you get it where I think Bob realizes mm-hmm. it's you know it's the end of the day and he needs his uh, money, his, <laughs> his money, which is fifteen shillings. Money and I never pays. know the pounds versus the shillings yeah. versus the pence. Yeah. You don't know your like eighteen hundred England conversion <laughs> rates, sir. Like, come on, they, they taught us this in school. I, they didn't. I didn't. Know. <laughs> um, but he owes Bob fifteen shillings. Yes. He puts it on the table and takes away five because when Scrooge had come into the the office, he slammed the door and. Uh, Bob had spilled some ink. Yes, and now Scrooge is charging him for that. It was high it? high quality ink. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just they're grinding down sapphire and they're mixing it in with the ink here. All right? Really, it's Cratchit's fault. All right? And like <laughs> so, then, but Cratchit once again just takes on the chin because fifty like ten yeah. shillings mm-hmm. is better than nothing. True, true. And then so he goes outside and he see where well, you see Tiny Tim and his sister. I cannot remember her name. Is it Kara? Sure, something like it's Kara now. Kate, <laughs> little girl, your name is now Kara. We have decreed, um, and this is where you see the first. Uh, and Scrooge is obviously watching outside of his window, mm-hmm. and this is where you see the carolers and mm-hmm. the people collecting money. You see the orphans again; they've made a, a snow a snowman oh, that yeah, looks yeah. like him, and they're mocking him. Yeah, uh, there's a couple, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of standing making out. Yeah, <laughs> and then you see Bob and his kids, and like so. First, you see Tiny Tim collapse, mm-hmm. and his dad goes over. He says, "Just breathe, just breathe." Yeah. He's like coughing and stuff like that. And then they had made some money because they were caroling. Mm-hmm. He had made some money because he got paid, and yeah. he was like, you could just see him being very enthusiastic and kind of seeing the 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 silver lining in a lot of things. Yes, yeah. it was just like, well, you know, with the money you made and the money I made, we'll have a great Christmas type of thing. Yeah, and you see Scrooge watching all of this. And it was like this is what I'm saying is with what you learn about him and his like his mm-hmm. backstory is like just seeing Bob going through what he's going through with his like his son being sick and Scrooge not like mm-hmm. you're like so what's what's going on like what's the hold up here yeah. like did you 
because with Scrooge too, even at this moment when Scrooge is watching all this happen, you can see he feels bad for a second. Yeah. Scrooge has a brief instant of like mm. feeling kind of bad. We have humanized Scrooge much more than we've ever humanized yeah. Scrooge in a Christmas Carol before. But he's, he's humanized him so much, it was like, why does he need to go through the the, exactly. the, the trials? Like literally, he's like on the cusp. He like has the five shillings he didn't take from uh, that he took from Cratchit in his hand, and he looks at it and looks up, and he literally he's like, oh, actually, he. Had the thought of just going out that door and handing yeah. the money. He 100% did. And I'm like, that's not the Scrooge I know. Yeah. Not my Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hashtag not my ex. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> uh, it's a universal thing for the past like five years. Exactly. Yeah. Um, good or bad. Uh, <laughs> another thing I did notice before we move on sure. is um, so Bob and his kids, mm-hmm. right before they actually head home, yeah. they stand and watch the Carolus thing. Yes. And Bob gives away one of the mm-hmm. the pounds that he was giving, and his daughter's like, "What?" I literally, was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like "Oh, this girl's with the shit." She's like, "Motherfucker, we are hungry. What yeah. are you doing?" Like, you literally just said Tiny Tim needs medicine, and you just gave away. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting because it was like, I, I, "What does that say about Bob?" Yeah. I was, Bob, it's just like obviously we're struggling, but it was like you still find a way to mm-hmm. to give. Yeah. But his daughter was just like, that is cute on paper, sir. Yeah, yeah. Like, that really is precious. But in theory, get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, Cratchit's dumb. You got 14 <laughs> kids at the house. And you're trying to feed them. And you're like, oh, we don't have enough money. And then you're just giving away your money. Dude, no. Come on, man. Be better. <laughs> but yeah. So, so then Scrooge walks home. Mm-hmm. And we get another number. I think he's just singing about wanting to be left alone. He's just, I hate Christmas. I'm yeah. unhappy. Everyone else should be unhappy. Very petulant child song. And then as he's walking, as he's walking home, you do see, and it's it's been happening the whole day, his yes. whole journey. There has been this ghostly uh, presence, yes, that has been saying his name. Mm-hmm. Um, Gust of wind comes. Gust in. of wind, like, <laughs> and then you see like some of the lanterns because obviously they don't have electricity. Yeah. <laughs> Bums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scrooge got all this money, no electricity though. Mm. Uh, the lanterns change color, so like the yeah. fire goes blue for a second and yeah. it switches back to to red. And it just follows him all the way home. Mm-hmm. And then when it gets home, you see ice kind of form on the uh, on the doorknob, and it's of a face. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so Scrooge is sitting there in his uh, in I guess his living room, and it's, you still see it like once again classic Scrooge. It's it's bare. Yeah. Obviously, big mansion for mm-hmm. the times or whatever. But it was just like there's there's literally one chair in yeah. the middle of the room and outside the fireplace. There's no. No real pictures, no rugs, no front, no nothing. Yeah, it's just and even other part. And this is something I love with Christmas Carol. The house is always run down. Too. Mm-hmm. It's huge, but besides like that one room he's in, there's cobwebs everywhere. There's like broken walls and stuff because yeah. he just doesn't care to pay the money to upkeep because he's living here. He's saving all of his money. He's a Scrooge. So this is where you get. He's visited by his old partner mm-hmm. Jacob Marley, and he's yeah. saying, um, "Are you see?" And this is what I say, I will say for the animation. Yes. I did. I did really enjoy. The uh, like the appearance of yeah. Jacob Marley coming mm-hmm. in, so it's just like he kind of whooshes in through the fireplace. It's yeah. all blue mm-hmm. um, in this ghostly spirit, and then like he's wrapped in chains, and all the chains are are in like boxes. Yep, yep, the, the he, money boxes. Yeah, yeah, and he just explains that you know these these are the chains that I accrued in my life because mm-hmm. of my greed and because of my selfishness. And he was like, "Yours are even worse." Yeah, but he, he said, "Me and my friends, these are all the dead people that were greedy in, in mm-hmm. life." And it was like, "This is our our burden." Yeah, um, but he's so he's saying, but he pulled some strings. Mm-hmm. Oh no, he pulled a link or some shit like that. Yeah, he, just, he pulled some links because uh, he has chain links. God, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Was Puns are fun. <laughs> <laughs> but he he pulled some strings to yeah. have Scrooge visited 
by three, you know, separate goals. One at, you know, the the first one, at, one. yeah, one and two, and then one and three. Actually. Yeah, um, to try to give good, put him on the path of redemption. Yeah, it's like there's still time. Yeah, well, some of these jokes fall flat, and that was something yeah. with the thought, like because Ghost of Christmas Past we're coming up to, and like that one, he was like, well, you know, three, and I'm like, okay, that joke fell a little flat. <laughs> but granted, I'm not eight anymore. Maybe if I was eight, I think that was hysterical. But like now, looking, I'm like, oh, that wasn't fine. But <laughs> but I'm trying to keep that Christmas spirit in wonder. But yes, now three ghosts are coming to visit. <laughs> so at the first bell's toll, one, mm-hmm. you get uh, the ghost of Christmas past. Who's a candle? Who's, and I think that was very interesting yeah. because it made it so that she could kind of shape shift mm-hmm. into like whoever she needed to be. Because there was wax. So she's yeah. a wax candle and the wax melts, or the wax melts. And then whenever that wax melts, she can then take the form of whoever. She's yeah. still clearly a candle and has the wick. Mm-hmm. But that was an interesting take on it, which I did enjoy as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and so. Initially, because he, I mean, obviously in disbelief, like mm-hmm. you're vi- being visited by ghosts as yes, a human person. Nah, nah. And so, like, she immediately, she says, are you even real? So she just smacks him, which is what <laughs> I would have done. Yeah. And she goes, the past can hurt, but it can also heal. And I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's deep. And then so they, he, she takes him back to the first memory of the mm-hmm. past, which is of a very young Scrooge. around. Yeah. I want to say maybe 10 or something like that. Yeah. And he's working at some factory because his dad is in prison, in mm-hmm. a debtor's prison, because he owed money. Yeah. And so he can't get out until he pays his debt. Yeah. And so he's working to provide for both his mother and his little sister. Yeah. That was a cool change. Yes. Because in okay, all the other like I said, I didn't get a chance to really go through. Yeah. So in all the other Christmas carols, he goes to him like at boarding school, not hanging with oh, his really? family. Okay. Yeah. He's like, he's in boarding school or not hanging with his family. His I'm sister does the background. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. And I. I I hope I'm not saying this the wrong way. But, but yeah, so normally it's the boarding school. His sister still comes. We see his sister. That's nice. In this iteration, um, he's now working on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. trying to, like, pay money for his uh, mother and sister, as you mm-hmm. said. Which is a – that was a nice change yes. because it was like, okay, cool. We see that relatability aspect of it because, again, we're humanizing Scrooge. Should we be doing this? I don't really know. But we are. So yeah. he goes out and right when he gets to his sister because she's singing some song, she collapses and you notice that she has the same mm-hmm. sickness that Tiny Tim has. Yeah. So and then like so he tells her the same thing that same Bob, exact thing. So it was like just breathe, just breathe that we find. So this is what this is what I was saying earlier. It was just like you went through the same shit. So how do you not automatically just feel full? Yeah, have a little bit of empathy. Yeah, it was just super weird. I mean, um, you could argue argue that he's like, well, I overcame all of this, so why can't the rest of the world? But the movie really does like take a baseball bat and just like hit you upside the head. Yeah. Like, hey, they're the same. Yeah, <laughs> like this is a sim- similar situation. And I'm like, oh, I had no idea. Thank you for mm-hmm. making it so apparent. But yeah, he should have empathy. If, yeah. if this is his experience yeah. with life, mm-hmm. one would expect him to have a little more. Especially because he immediately feels for Tiny Tim. Yeah. So just like, how, once again, it could have been one lesson. It was like, we could have cut this night short. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Literally, we're like, oh, crap. He's got the same thing my sister had. <laughs> oh, man. Girl, take this money. All right. Move by you, goose. <laughs> <laughs> but so then uh, you do come to find out that his sister did not pass away from mm-hmm. her illness. His dad was able to pay his debt yep. and get her the medicine that she needed. So she did not pass away from this, even though she does pass away. Mm-hmm. So then it jumps to a young man, Scrooge. Yep. And he is, uh, this is, I think, when he first started working with Marley. So, Fizzywig first. No, 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 he was collecting money from that guy. Yes, sir, he was collecting it for Marley. This was after he was working for Fizzywig. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it was like you meet him, and I think this is a, a young, like I said, a young man, Scrooge, and he had started working for Marley after working for a, a, a very nice guy named Fizzy, Fezziwig yep. um, because he felt that he needed something more uh, stable because mm-hmm. he was in love with Isabel, who yeah. was Fezziwig's daughter. Yeah. 
also a change. Remember, because okay. in, in other words, yeah, so in other Christmas Carol movies, he's working for Fezziwig, and that's one of his happiest Christmas memories. It's mm-hmm. him working for Fezziwig. They're at the party. His fiance is not related to Fezziwig mm-hmm. in other Christmas Carols yeah. or the original. In this one, they combine the two. Fezziwig, he's no longer working for. He used to, but Fezziwig's daughter is his fiance. Mm-hmm. But at this point in time, as you said, he left Fezziwig to work for Marley because Marley had more money. Got it. Yeah. And he wants security. Yes. I think the biggest thing for him is security. He wants security for his people. And I think you can you can speak into that. It was like what his dad had to do with going yeah. in that he did like obviously if you grow up in, in a certain scenario, you try to make sure that never happens. Yes. So I think he wanted to make sure he never had to deal with poverty again. Mm-hmm. So like he's making strategic moves financially to make sure that doesn't happen. So I was like, I guess that is That's something. nice. That's and that is like that's a very redeeming yeah. quality of Scrooge. But he and he did do that in the other Christmas carols too. Mm-hmm. It's just the practice later on is when he then falls off. Got it. Yeah. And so Fezziwig, I guess you they, they uh, Fezziwig and his wife noticed the mm-hmm. I kind of the relate like the, the romance brewing between they got their eyes at each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love also like she so like Fezziwig invites uh Scrooge to Christmas lunch or whatever because yeah. of the fact that like his sister is uh, away with her husband. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, yeah. And he Who's has no, husband? he has no other, you know, family. And so he doesn't have plans. So they invite him to lunch. And like, so he says, oh, I don't know. I have so much work to do because he's obviously Marley works through Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, Isabel like kind of holds his arm. Yeah. And they kind of, uh, oh yeah. And like, your eyes, children. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> does she just fuck him in the middle of the yeah, street? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, again, 1848 England. Yeah. It was like she <laughs> held his arm. I was like, Jezebel. Exactly. <laughs> held the elbow. You saw a brief hint of ankle. Oh, <laughs> all right. It was just so funny. It was like, what is this? What does this mean? I know it's 18, whatever. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. But yeah, so like, then you jump cut to what well, he says he, in the, because obviously he's there. He just can't interact with anything. Yeah. But he says, he, I mean, he didn't want to be rude. So he mm-hmm. went to the party. And you see him, like you said, yeah. it was his best Christmas. He's dancing, mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, with. Isabel, and then they they do a slow dance, and they do another number. Yeah, and but you find out that this was his worst Christmas because of the fact that it's the Christmas that Harry was born, and also his sister died. Yes, yeah, yeah. And but he's he's still. I think he's still. And I think they jumped it weird Mm -hmm. as far as the storytelling. Yeah, because he does say that Isabella, Isabel, sorry, helped him through that time, Mm -hmm. but he was still like. I think he he drove into his work after after his sister's passing. Um, but he still asked her to marry him or mm-hmm. something like that. Obviously, it never happened, but he still asked her to marry him. Yeah, they were engaged for a long time, he said. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then I think you see two things. So one, you you do see him go to, with Marley, mm-hmm. go to shut down the Cratchit Bakery. Yes. And this is kind of his connection to... Um, this was dumb. Kind of dumb, right? <laughs> because it doesn't make sense in the long run. Yeah, this was, plot line. This was the one but, thing that was really Yeah, dumb. so like Cratchit's dad owned a bakery. Yep. Obviously was in debt. Marley and uh, Scrooge come and take that away. Yes. And Isabel sees this. Mm-hmm. And then she goes to Scrooge, one, maybe, I guess, one Christmas or whatever it is. Yeah. And she sings to him, basically, saying, like, asking, like, she wants to talk to him. Yeah. But he's just so wrapped up in his work mm-hmm. that he ignores her and says later. later. And I think the name of the song is Later Never Comes. Yeah. Because of the fact that he tells her later and leaves mm-hmm. with Marley. Yeah. And she tells him goodbye. And she never, you never, he never sees her again. Yeah, quick pause. Just mm-hmm. this is like song number eight. You're, by the time and you're just like, all right, wait. Really, the, later was a decent song. This one mm-hmm. was pretty decent, and they maybe there's one more. But as a whole, a lot I of think songs. As far as storytelling wise, I like this one. Yeah, just because of the fact that it was because obviously 
she's uh, Isabella singing to Scrooge, but he's not hearing her. That yeah. was the whole point. He yeah. ignored her. Mm-hmm. And so the older Scrooge yeah. is singing with her, knowing what's going to happen, mm-hmm. knowing that he just, you know, doesn't pay attention to her. And because of that, she kind of leaves her engagement ring and just leaves town forever. Yeah. And then you kind of see uh, where she's at now. Mm-hmm. And like, she's, so she's happy. She has a husband, she has a family, which is interesting. Yeah. Pass just throws that yeah. in her face too. <laughs> Pass is not nice. To yeah. But it was also interesting because of the fact that it was like, I guess he, he never followed up on it because you yeah. find out later, like he, he said, he's happy that she found mm-hmm. The happiness that she deserves. So it was like yeah. something that he didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah. so, he just focused on his work and doing whatever. Um, and also, one thing that uh, she noticed in the past was that he dwelled on the bad things. A yes. lot of his his memories from the past, outside of the fact of that being his favorite Christmas, mm-hmm. he seems to dwell on the negatives of those scenarios. Yeah. Uh, and then, so after you you find out about Isabel and her saying goodbye to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bell tolls again, and now yeah. he's like, pass has to go away because it's time for the next mm-hmm. uh, ghost to yes. appear. And this one, very, like, fine. But so, like, you come into, like, this other realm, and now it's the ghost of Christmas present. He's yeah. very much like your St. Nick, but in green. All the, I think this was one of my least favorite. Yeah. Uh, in this movie especially, this was, like, my least favorite. Mm-hmm. And this is one of my least favorite iterations of Ghost of Christmas Present. Yeah. Like, so much of, like, the, you know, come now and be merry, man. Yeah. Of, like, the other guy. And this one was, it was like, like, like for the living, which yeah. is fine. Yeah, I mean, like, this smooth looking, I'm like, nah, I, w- I wasn't a fan of him at all. Um, so, yeah, he does this big number, and then he takes him to see two Christmas celebrations mm-hmm. at you know in the in the present. Yeah. So the first one is to Harry's house where he's like mm-hmm. surrounded by friends and yep. the family that he's created. Yeah. And, and he, with his wife. Uh, can I jump in real mm-hmm. quick? Something I really appreciated with this movie, which was a good thing, representation was rock yeah. solid in this one mm-hmm. because you had the toy maker in the beginning. He was African American black, the, well, the uh, English American orphan. Yeah. Uh, the orphan, then his uh, wife, Hella, yeah. or Harry's wife, Hella, is Indian. Yeah. Um, so a lot more mm-hmm. representation. It's not just a bunch of white people. On yeah. yeah, that was yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Harry's giving a toast, mm-hmm. and he first <laughs> gives a toast to Scrooge. Yeah. And everybody's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get this man off the mic. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and he's, but I think his ex- explanation was heartfelt. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, well... Because he had never met his mother, obviously, mm-hmm. but his dad told him stories of his mom yeah. and how much she loved Scrooge. Yeah. So obviously, if his mother could love Scrooge, there's some some goodness within him, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's hoping to meet that guy one day. So I yeah. think that was that was cool. Mm-hmm. But it did seem like the both of the stories, the both of the Christmas celebrations that you see, were leaned into Scrooge, and I think it was like, yeah. how do you lean into somebody you hate? Yeah, right. I'm not yeah. gonna be at home talking about Kanye with my family. Like, yeah. shit is this? <laughs> That's true. I don't even know the last time I said that word. <laughs> But like, so it was like, and it was. I think it was cute to see. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, Harry and both Cratchit in a way was just like them being able to find the good yeah. in a scenario. Now, Cratchit's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Cratchit's not good with money. He's not good with family planning. <laughs> and he's still just like, hey, guess what? <laughs> guess so then, um, <laughs> and it was, it was like, it was like. So first, his first toast was to Scrooge and then to yeah. his mom. Yes, and it, yeah. um, and then you see how like, he's obviously very upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but his wife, yeah. you know, being, being a good wife and a good just woman in general, she just goes like to cheer him up because mm-hmm. he, he's taking this toast to a turn for the worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. like she's able to like wrap it up, you know, yeah. he it's, starts crying. I'm like, and I, the, the crying was fine, but it was yeah. just like, bruh, 
Yeah. You brought up screws and then your dead mom. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a downer of a party. We're like, well, thank you. It's been great. Thank you. Uh, but like, she's <laughs> able to cheer him up, which yeah. is very sweet. And also to see like why they're why they're together. And then you jump to <clears throat> the Cratchit family, mm-hmm. and it is a very different setting. Yes. It's very uh, kind of a one room shack. Mm-hmm. There's about I want to say eight kids. His wife, fourteen. Him, <laughs> a yeah, baby on her arm. A lot of kids. Yeah, a yeah. bunch of kids. But yeah. he is, and it was like they. Uh, I think he made. I think there was stuffing yeah. and then a goose. Yeah, so uh, pretty decent. They, they were able to get some. They were able to do something. But you definitely. Yeah. And then he's also given a toast. Yeah. And the first thing he's he wants to give a toast to Scrooge, and then his family the is provider like, of the feast. Yeah. And he's like, what? And his wife is very much just like his daughter when yeah. he gave the money away at the, mm-hmm. to the Christmas carol. He was like, no, I will, you earn that money. Yeah. And I think he's trying to, once again, I think they, and I realize this now, it's more about the film itself and not the characters mm-hmm. trying to humanize Scrooge. Yeah. Where it's just like, well, he he didn't have to give us anything. It was like, yes, he did. You earned yeah, that. Yeah, you earned that. Yeah. You like, what you, In the other movies, mm-hmm. well, uh, like past Christmas carols, uh, Cratchit still does give a toast to Scrooge and call him the provider of the feast. And mm-hmm. the wife, his wife, is still like, dude, what? No, absolutely yeah. not. But yeah, they, they really, it seems like above and beyond. Yeah. Like, like really, like you have Harry and Cratchit, like they are like defending. It was like as if they knew he was in the room. Yeah, exactly. No, it was literally <laughs> like that because in other Christmas Carols, they have no idea. And people make fun of Scrooge and this other part. So Scrooge learns a little bit. Because right now, if you look at it from like a lesson, Scrooge could be like, yeah, well, yeah, most of them don't like me, but at least those two yeah, like me. Exactly, so, and that's, that's, that's what he said. He was yeah. just like, well, Cratchit seems to really like me. Yeah. Um, Which also makes no sense, considering his father would, I don't know, whatever. Yes, Maybe he, he doesn't did. know. Yeah. <laughs> what up, do you find, no, you, he's found that yeah, out already. He already found that out. Yeah. And he said, why does he, he even says, why does he, why did yeah, he, why is he working? Yeah, because, again, Scrooge and Marley put his father in debtor jail, and Cratchit still works for Scrooge anyway. So that was a weird connection, which yeah. didn't fully make sense. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, you jump right to the third ghost, which is I kept to call it the ghost of Christmas future. Is a ghost of yet to come? Yes. Because future implies a, a kind of definite. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So the right. ghost of yet to come. Okay. And like, so you see the ghost of Christmas present kind of transform mm-hmm. into this kind of demon in yeah, a way. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Demon. And once again, I, like yeah. I said, I enjoyed Marley's introduction and. The Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come introduction. It was yeah. like really cool. Even his um the Ghost of Christmas present, his little sprites yeah. kind of turn into little demons. Yeah, too. little like demon sprites. Yeah. Which is uh, really cool. Um and then so the first thing he sees, like Scrooge goes on his rant, but obviously, as if you know, I think this is from all iterations, like the Ghost of Christmas yeah, have yet to come does not speak. Nope. It's all a bunch of pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they go first, I think, right outside Scrooge's bank or his office. Mm-hmm. And you have Tom Jenkins there. Yep. Really j- jolly. Or whatever. Very jolly. Yeah. <laughs> and they they, ho- they have this whole number of thanking Scrooge or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Scrooge is, like, on his high horse. Like, obviously, I did something right. Yeah. And so, but uh, Prudence, who's obviously been yeah. on the entire journey the mm-hmm. whole time for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, no, was cute. Prudence was cute. Like her jumping into like yeah. the portal after him, all this stuff. Prudence was funny. And she was, again, but it didn't make sense. But so yeah. you do see Prudence notices that there's a cart mm-hmm. with a coffin in it. And on yeah. that coffin is Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. And so this is why people are saying thank you, you know, and all this stuff because they're thankful that he's dead. Yeah. And Scrooge has no idea. And he's like dancing. Literally marching him. down his yeah. own funeral procession. And he's like, they all like me. Yay. <laughs> no, no. They're happy you're dead. Though I will say with this, 
Dude, I've honestly felt a little uncomfortable when with Jenkins, right? Mm-hmm. Or when Jenkins jumps on Scrooge's casket and yeah. starts tap dancing. I was like, dude, that's <laughs> whoa, man. We owe the man fifty pounds. <laughs> like, Yo, man, that's that's not cool. <laughs> I'm like, I get it. Scrooge was not a nice guy. He literally like laid on the casket and did like one of these. I was like, bro, come on, that's that's a dead guy. That's that's not hey, cool. You're my enemy until you forever at all. I guess so. But yeah, so the funeral proceeds into the cemetery, and then but Scrooge and uh, the mm-hmm. ghost of yet to come jump, and you see Bob Cratchit, yep. and he's obviously in tears with his daughter, and you see him at the the grave of Tiny Tim, mm-hmm. who is obviously you know succumbed to his illness. Yeah, and he says, you know, I told your mother I would um I would help with Christmas dinner, but I you know I had to come see you. I'll come see you tomorrow. Yeah. And this is, it hit Scrooge kind of hard where he's mm-hmm. just like, did he not get the help he needed? I was like, you know what you paid that day? Yeah, exactly. Like, well, of course you didn't. Like, you literally, you kicked a coin out of their hands. It's <laughs> the beginning of the movie, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he finally sees, because uh, then he, they follow uh, Jenkins mm-hmm. and the, the cart to uh, a grave. Yep. And you see that it's Scrooge's grave. Yes. And then it kind of hit Scrooge. It was like, well, why did. You know, take me, mm-hmm. but why does Tiny Tim have to die? And he said something that's very interesting. And this is why I said it wasn't Ghost Cruise Futures, but he says, is this what um, what will be or what may be? Yes. And yeah. it was like, obviously Flash very interesting. There's yeah, time yeah. to. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you did notice that Scrooge, every time the bell tolled or whatever, mm-hmm. wherever they were in the, the story, yeah. he kept looking at his watch. Yes. And it's kind of this sense that time is running out, but there's still time on the clock, yeah. you know, in a way, mm-hmm. which is, I think, very interesting. Kind of on the nose, but it, like, it was good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, baseball bat to the head. <laughs> they make sure you get the message. <laughs> and so, like, the bell tolls, like, you see, like, Scrooge in hell, and, like, you, you, you kind of see his interactions throughout the, that day. Yeah. Um, and it kind of jumps back to his past and things like that. And then he wakes up mm-hmm. in his bedroom um, on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And he immediately, you know, obviously it's, you know, it's Christmas Carol, so, like, he immediately has a change of heart. Mm-hmm. He uh, goes to the, the orphans yeah. that he had kind of you know, chased away earlier. Yeah. And he gives them a bunch of invitations and a list of you know tasks to complete. Yeah. And then when you jump back, his barren home, which was mm-hmm. run down, has a Christmas tree. It has decorations. It's very lively. Now. Orphans know how to patch drywall very well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're jacks of all trades. Yeah, exactly. You know, they got to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he is, um, you know, tasking with you know, getting all these things, you know, sending out all these invitations. He's like, and the orphan girl is like, I don't, you know, I don't know if they'll come in such short notice. It is Christmas. Yeah. But we did do it. And then he also invites them to stay and take mm-hmm. gifts. Yeah. And then the next scene you see the people that he's invited. It's Bob Cratchit and his family, yeah. his uh, nephew mm-hmm. and his wife. Yeah. Uh, Tom Jenkins. Yeah. The carolers from mm-hmm. the, um, from earlier. And each, he's given them each one a gift. So he's yeah. given the carolers like a thousand Pounds. Yeah, he'll like a thousand pounds a year for your charity for yeah. the rest of forever. He's yeah. uh, relieved uh, Tom Jenkins of his debt. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's given um, Harry this uh, this doll that yeah. was his mother. Yes, and that was you have a doll she made for him yes. like, when they were children. Which mm-hmm. was, that was a really touching. That was really yeah. sweet. And Everything else are just terrible business decisions. But you know, that was really <laughs> I was sweet. Like, if I was Tom, <laughs> just like, all right, so they get a thousand dollars in perpetuity. <laughs> And you would leave me of this fifty dollar debt. Yeah, I'm like, cool, yeah, yeah, cool, cool oh, guy. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for Bob Cratchit, he makes him a partner. Yes, so that hopefully, like, he'll you know, in going forward, 
Tiny Tim will be able to get the the medicine he needs. Yeah. Bob will get the money he needs to provide for his family. Provide for all of his Nick Cannon level of <laughs> <number of> kids. <laughs> what I will say was interesting what they did, and I don't know if it was like on the nose or whatever, but it was like for every good deed he did, you saw like the the future change. So it was just mm, like um yeah. uh, you mean in the credits you're talking no, about? No, no, no. This is during the when he gave so when he gave Harry the the doll yeah. in like a little purple glass. You saw oh, that, like, right. um, yeah. you saw him next Christmas, mm-hmm. or maybe a future Christmas, yes. with uh, uh, Harry's son. Yeah, or the, his montage going so on. So, just there. like yeah. as he was doing these good deeds, mm-hmm. you see that the future is changing, which, once again, uh, nothing was set in stone. Yeah. It was like he still had time to make change. Uh, so, obviously, you see when he gave, we made Bob Cratchit partner, mm-hmm. Tiny, rather than being kneeling at the, his Tiny Tim's grave, yeah. he's kneeling at Tiny Tim, running into his arms, being he's been, he's got the medicine he needed. Yeah, yeah. And then, I guess the, the just movie just ends with, you know, obviously, Scrooge having this major change of heart. He's surrounded by, you know, mm-hmm. people that he cares about, and obviously, hopefully, this will be the change going forward. This last part of the movie felt really rushed. To me. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. so like you have Ghost of Christmas Past. That was a smooth like forty minutes of yeah. like, Ghost mm-hmm. of Christmas Past, and then present. Okay, future faster, and then end was like, all right, cool, he's good now. Keep it moving. And, I feel like they could have because it was like I can't remember in the original, but it was like I know that he goes to Bob Cratchit's house and yeah. he still plays it up as he if he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I think they, they it was really lazy. It was like no, no, no you guys come to me. Okay, exactly. Can you yeah. imagine if like. Would you go? Would you go to this party? Like, if all of a sudden, this is for anybody, out of the blue, you get an invitation to a man's house who has been a total not nice guy for the entire time, and you're just like... Yeah, I'll see you on Boxing Day, my dude. Yeah, yeah, do you go? Like, you have an entire Christmas plan already made, and you drop everything and go? So I get, Yeah, it was a little right. Because they yeah. did lean into his past. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, uh, yeah, they leaned into the past. Yeah. That's what it was. And then they had kind of rushed the present and the, and the future. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, but... And that, that is the end of the movie. And there you have it. That's really quick. That is Scrooge, A Christmas Carol. So we always like to just, before we close out, Mike, did your opinion on this movie change, your review, your uh, scale, anything? I'll still give it a two, but I yeah. think I do appreciate more the, I mean, I'll look into it, obviously, yeah. even more than I do about the background, but the little elements that they added to mm-hmm. his backstory, but it also, it didn't help in the long run in the, the understanding of Scrooge. Yeah. Because you can't have this tragic backstory and then, Layer it with things, and then be like, "But he's still an asshole." It was like it didn't it didn't make sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, still I'll stick with the two. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with my rating too as well. You know, a three if from purely children's movie. If you have a small child and you want to introduce them to a Christmas Carol, I think this is a great way to introduce them to it. They can definitely learn the lesson. There's funny stuff going behind with Prudence and the little sprites from Ghost mm-hmm. in the Present. There's funny things to keep a child entertained while they still learn this lesson. From a Christmas Carol uh, iteration, yeah, it's going to be like a one and a half, two, but it's okay. And But a lot of songs could be a little better. Other stuff could be better. But hey, not bad. Um, but yeah, and that is Scrooge A Christmas Carol. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us that are the meddling kids, oh, please, we are two meddling kids on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, and our Gmail is two meddling kids at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach out to Mike, how can I reach you? Uh, Days from Legendary on Instagram. Cool. And if you'd like to reach out to me, I am EdHunt77 on Twitter and Instagram. And we will see you next week. Thanks, everybody.